0: Hashtag SFM Talking Point.
1: Uh, we are now beginning the very anticipated conversation on education. I think going back from June 16 in 1976, there are certain issues that are still prevalent there that were prevalent there, that are prevalent now. Mm-hmm. That being the relevance of the curriculum and how it shapes young black students yes. for what was going on. Obviously, at the time, it was Bantu education that they were dealing with, which was essentially a watered-down version of education. It yes. was not empowering black students the way otherwise students and students in South Africa were getting empowered. Yes. And I think... That is still prevalent today in the sense that there are certain flaws within the educational system Mm -hmm. that don't empower youth for the current skills that we need in South Africa. Mm -hmm. That's probably leading to why we have such a high unemployment rate, is that we are not adequately equipped for the job market. We are not adequately equipped for the skills our country needs for economic empowerment. So I'm going to ask you, Onke, mm. as someone who has passed through Macek, as someone who's passed through university, yes. do you feel that the education system, uh, particularly um, the government education system, empowered you for the skills you needed for university and even for the workplace?
2: I am going to start with um, something that's really, really close to my heart. Mm -hmm. And it was unfortunate for people like me. I grew up in the village, in Mafeking. So I... Let me just put it that way, you know, Neki Papa and I was always willing to learn and always being at the forefront and and out there. But then again, that was not the same for everyone. Um, The one thing that is missing from the educational system, um, in my opinion, is the soft skills soft skills is Papa mm. Papa is okupapa. it's confidence um literally the confidence to have the networking skills the confidence to put yourself out there the confidence to say hey SAFm is looking for young people to come and present send that voice note and then come and make your voice to be heard on the radio so those soft skills networking emotional intelligence you get to the workplace and you see that you know other kids who were fortunate enough to have private education where they are taught these skills are way ahead of you. Even though your GPS marks were like 80%, you got a hundred percent for mathematics at matric. You got this, you got that. I got my degree in record time. Um, I was sitting at interviews, you know, but I couldn't um, express myself Mm. the way that I wanted to. And then I went back and said, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to teach myself how to do this thing. Mm. Then come, a typical friday you know it's in the afternoon you're doing your internships um the ceos are there the company officials are there and you know it's it's social hour it's drinks hour mm-hmm. and you have to interact with the people in the workplace and matilda i am telling you you could differentiate mm-hmm. between the private school kids and the public school kids even though you do have the brains But standing there and having the confidence to walk up to the CEO and say, hi, my name is On GitLab and I am an intern. It takes a lot for for someone who has been like marginalized Mm -hmm. from the Childhood, And they're carrying that generational curse and the reason why we are celebrating um, this holiday today. And yeah, that's why I said it's a topic that's really close to my heart because I could see it and I could experience it. And it's really heartbreaking. Mm. And it's something that we need to address mm. and not just say, get your degree. Get your get your education is really important, but what comes on top of education is is adding is an add on skills mm-hmm. that are really necessary for the future.
1: Sure. Okay, I think you really bring up a a really, really heavy issue. Yeah. Um, and I think in looking at it, because I I like to consider myself as someone who is able to be see, to see both sides of the spectrum. Mm. So I yes do go to a private school, but I go on scholarship. So it could have been a completely different turnout for me. And mm. being on scholarship has it it makes me see two different sides of. The I don't want to call it an argument, but I want mm-hmm. to call it two different sides of the coin yes. in the sense that there are people in my life who are in these public schools who are going through the system. And there are people in my life who are in these private schools yeah. who, you know, are getting an array of opportunities mm-hmm. that I, I, when you compare, you can see how much disparity there is between these public and private schools. And I love that you brought that up because that is a personal, personal um passion of mine. Mm. And I think when you're talking about soft skills, the first immediate thing that I can identify that is probably the cause of this lack in soft skills is that in private education, they have a good extracurricular program. They mm. encourage their learners to do public speaking. they sporting activities. Yeah. There's so much additionals that really ensure that a well-rounded child is produced by the educational system. Whereas yeah. when we see in the you know public system, it's more you learn what you need to learn and you go home. You learn, you get your degree and you go. And you you, you are isolating a really important issue that what ends up happening is that there are these individuals who you can tell have been raised in polarizing systems. You can tell where one has developed the skills for public speaking, Mm. where one has had these debate cultures, had these public speaking cultures. Whereas one they didn't even play netball at school. You know, I I know there are certain schools that they end school at half past two and they simply go home. And where is the skills in that? Where is um, the honing and the training of young students for what we need in the future? But I think this also opens up to a an even more interesting conversation and a bigger one is the lack of facilities, I yes. would even say. Because, you know, the I think why these public institu- private institutions have so much opportunities is because they have the facilities mm. to, to host this, you know. If you have these big auditoriums, if you have these, you know, grand thing, it's easy for you to host this. But yes. I don't think public institutions have these facilities to be able to host these. Like netball courts and tennis courts that are kept up to date. Um, as you said, you've come from a, a school in Mafeking, what what would you say is your analysis of the facilities, but it, uh, ground to ground?
2: Ground to ground, um, I was fortunate enough to grow up in the village, but go to school in the burbs. Mm. So, it was always a thing of, I do so much at school yeah. and then I get home and not much is being done um, that side. Mm. So, but you could tell by the schools that I pass by at home from school, sure. um, that the, there's a difference between the haves and the have-nots. Mm. You know, something is happening this side, something is happening that side, but we end up at the same university, and we are expected to be competing for the same jobs in the mm. market. And then we talk about um, the unemployment issue in the in the country. And it's it's so interesting that I, I want to start you know engaging with other people as well. You know, we are going to take a few callers now. Um, we have Sydney from Aconshook. Sydney, hello. Oh.
3: Oh, sisters, uh, sisters, you are truly welcome in that studio. <laughs> it's true. My name is... Yeah, it's true. My name is Sidney. Thank you. i in Akonok,
2: Akonok, yes.
3: Tell Sis that she's one star in the galaxy of SFM stars in ah. Canada. She's one of the stars. She's in the galaxy of stars of SFM. <laughs> yeah, sisters. Yes. When you endeavour to find a space in this life, and the most challenging in the modern time, the 21st century.
4: Mm.
3: But there is one thing that is ever troubling me. And blow the horn loud. Loud, hail, strong. Any platform you find yourself on. Mm. Communicate, social media, wherever. Start today and forever. Like the youth of 1976, make it your strongest challenge, your main challenge. Discourage, tavern life. Mm-hmm. Drunk That's what I see. It is consuming young people today left and right. It's taking whatever, it's just scorching their life all out. Tavern life. Where I connect where I live, I can count in a radius or in the space of five kilometers, I can count very strong existing taverns. Five. Mm. And I even wonder who mm. don't came to those taverns to exist in these post spaces. Mm. When you come in the evening time, you will wonder. You, you will be shocked. How? Over Crowded, all drunkards, drunkenness, tavern life is destroying you today. I can tell you that. So, sisters, go all out. Say no to liquor, say no to drunkenness, say no to tavern life. Tavern life is killing you today. I can tell you that.
2: Definitely, definitely. And they're selling to, to, to young kids. Uh, you know, um, I've had an experience where one tavern owner said it so proudly to say that, you know, the youth, young people, ah, Banabaskolo, they are my biggest market. Yes. They have the money. So, who is giving the penny? Uh, I mm. think it, it, it should also go
3: there. How mm. can you... Who is who, who, giving this authority? Who is authorizing these things that let's have the, Like it is now. It's not the, Back then, back then, in the youth, You'd hardly see young people. We were consumed in wanting to see who will be in our future. But today, heaven, heaven, heaven! Please condemn these sisters. We love you. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much. And, you know, the, the caller, um, thank you so much, Sydney. Thank you for your, for your engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, he just reminded me mm-hmm. of the Enyobeni Tavern tragedy in the Eastern Cape, which is turning one year old, um, actually, and we are not sure where the investigations are at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, these things happen in the country and they are not addressed. It's just another story. Um, it's getting all the attention mm-hmm. and then one minute it's gone. But it's not just the Eastern Cape. It's other parts of the country as well. And yeah, um, Matilda, I do you think,
1: think? I think you brought up a very a topic that we need to focus on is the youth vulnerability. And mm. the fact that these tavern owners, and not only tavern owners, but these people who are selling illicit substances to young children are targeting mm. their youth. They see that the youth has this potential, but they see that the youth isn't While well enforced that we aren't well supported if the youth was well supported had good education on these things had good education of where this leads you i mean uh the caller just told us about junkiness leads to alcoholism leads to substance abuse we we, if there needs to be proper support and proper education on these things Mm. so that the youth isn't as vulnerable um now leading to our next caller sfiso in correctional center hello sfiso
5: A very good morning to you, Onke, and your co-guest there, or co-presenter. How are you guys?
2: We are good, thanks. How are you,
5: Sifiso? I'm very much splendid myself. This is Sifiso Kumalo from White City, Jabouf, but currently an inhabitant living behind bars Mm. at the aforementioned prison. So basically, I just wanted to say you guys, you are doing a very much phenomenal job. Mm. If it were up to me, I would have given you that job instantly, right?
1: Ah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Tell them them to (laughs) give it to us.
5: <laughs> most certainly, most certainly. So my point here is, a uh, uh, youth of today, uh, when you compare them to the youth of 1976, these are two people or these are two groups of individuals which which are very much different, different, comparable. Obviously, the challenges that are faced by the youth today is unemployment, mm. and you can then understand that the crime is also plaguing our country. So my two cents on this. I want to inform all the youth today that they must take their education very seriously, even if it means that go extra length and they should do so. And the other thing is that, that bothers me a lot is the fact that these young people today, I am a young person myself, they bring in unauthorized objects into the, into the schools and into other institutions of learning. So basically my stem warning is that they should be very much considerate of the fact that they might be ruining their potential future careers, to get my point. So they shouldn't be bringing all these unauthorized objects because at the end of the day they will find themselves in this deplorable condition to which one is subjected to. So that is my two cents to this. They should just focus only on empowering themselves, given the fact that the unemployment is very much high, but they should make sure that they go to school to empower themselves to open their own businesses, Mm. rather than depending on employment, to get my point.
1: Mm. No, I do get your point, Fisun, I think it is a very beautiful and relevant point, especially when you Mm. speak about the importance of focusing on education and that being the focus of the
5: youth. It's very much imperative. They shouldn't be discouraged by the fact that we don't have jobs. They yes. should create their own jobs. Yes. So thank you very much. Keep on this wonderful job that oh, you are thank doing. Thank you so much, and FISO. FAFM, thank you very much. Thanks. Thank Thanks. you.
1: But, oh. you know, FISO, really, the idea of the youth mm. of today, having different issues from the youth of yesterday. Yes. And what I mean by that is the youth of today, um, yes, we are no longer having to struggle through racial barriers yes. and are no longer having to struggle through those barriers of apartheid being the one, you know, the ceiling that we can't get through. But mm. there is a ceiling nonetheless. You know, as Fiso spoke, and uh, quite beautifully so, that um, we should not let job, I- in job lack the lock of job, mm come in the way of us empowering ourselves with Mm. education. There's a beautiful quote by Nelson Mandela when he said, education is the key that allows the children... Our farm workers to be the president of a great nation. Mm -hmm. It's that through education, we equalize ourselves, that children of all barriers, regardless of where you can, can now reach this opportunity. And yes, there might not be this job availability in South Africa, and that is a topic on its own of how we can better empower our economy and how Mm -hmm. we can better create these. But there are other ways that the youth can empower themselves through, as Fiso mentioned, is entrepreneurship and Mm -hmm. learning these skills and going to get an education for yourself to add to the economy, yes. you know, to to create that economy ec- that economic boom that we need. And I think if the if we can Im- focus on education but also get the correct resources that yes. we need, then
2: we are setting ourselves up for a powerful, powerful future. indeed, like. indeed, Matilda. And next, uh, we have JC. Kaunda in Musina. Hi, JC.
6: Hey, good morning, good morning, my girls, are you well?
2: Ah, we are well.
6: How Very well, be? thank you. Hey, it's, it's it's like you've you first know, rehearsed. And we really like did it. You, know. you, 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 like, you feel like you've been doing this thing for, for a while. For something <laughs> thank you so too much. Much-y. Yeah you are doing wonderful girl ge- you are doing wonderful job my girls. and i would like to appeal to the management mm. y- fabc i mean SAFM. this is the month of the youth let's you you, you know you you should have started on the first of june up to the 30th of right? june yes. doing this job you understand this is your month you owe this month mm-hmm. management away i i, I hope <laughs> So
1: like like
6: to... <laughs> uh, very,
1: very little, but I do understand Venda. Yeah, <laughs> I am vendor.
6: <laughs> okay, really. But I would like to make an appeal, you know, Yes. To those who played truant the during their time at school. Mm. Uh, those who ran away during short break and long break, mm-hmm. today please, they mustn't wear that uniform. <laughs> they mustn't wear that school uniform. What if they wear that school school uniform, we'll take them back to the class.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, because during that time, they, they didn't see the magnificent scent of that uniform. Mm-hmm. Today, I say, was say, oh, school but they ran during short break and long break. I but no, 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 you mustn't do that. Mm-hmm. What I would like to say about the youths, Yes. It's heartbreaking mm-hmm. what is happening to the youth of today. It's heartbreaking, it's sad, mm-hmm. it's shame and a sin, what is happening to the youth. Twenty-eight, twenty-nine years into democracy, high volume of unemployed youth. Karniti, mm-hmm. karniti, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. ah, well, nah. You know what, the death of June 16 youth in 1976 was insane. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the fruits of freedom is enjoyed by uh, greedy and uncaring people who are running our government today. Sure. They're telling us day and night, life, sorry. we have the preparation of the youth. They're doing this. For, they're doing nothing about the youth. If they were doing something about the youth, the, 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 the high volume of youth should have been decreased. And then what I would like to say is yes. a visionary country invest in the youth. Mm. They prioritize the interests of the youth. But what is happening in South Africa today? I think this thing of saying South African constitution is the second best, second best year in, if it was second best, why other countries are not copying it? It is just good in theory, but not in practice. That way, government, wake up from your slumber. Wake up and do the right thing for our youth. Because you are sitting on time bomb. Yes. Let me rest my case for now. JC mm. Ah, Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for
2: that dynamic call. Eh? Very dynamic. Mm. Thank you so much, JC. And we'd like to please encourage young callers to join in as well and to send in those WhatsApp voice notes. We are here to represent you as the young people of South Africa. And we have, you know, expressed ourselves and our voices and we'd like to hear the voices of the young people as well. Indeed, indeed. I mean, I
1: think it can't be Youth Day without hearing from the youth and I, w- and I know that we have a dynamic youth out there. Mm. I know we have a youth of passion. Um, I I mean, I know of personal close friends of mine right now who are currently planning a march. So, this youth, it's it's a dynamic one. So, I'm really excited to hear from the youth itself. Um, but, Onke, what do you feel about that call right now? What, what, the points that he rose, how prevalent do you think they are and what do you think are the solutions to those?
2: We need more of our older generation to keep pushing us mm. and to show that they are on our side. Um, I engage with a lot of young people. I engage with a lot of young people and when I engage with them, they always express how they are not heard. Mm. Um, you know, as a young person, I'm not heard. Mm. As a young person, my opinion is my opinion is that... And we are discussing education today. And the, the, the relevance of education, in my opinion, is to teach you mm. how to apply your mind. Mm. Mm. Education was meant to teach you how to apply your mind. So all those equations you're doing at mathematics, it's not for you to cram them. Mm. It's for you to work your mind and to stretch mm. it and to use your mind as a resource for better and a brighter future, of course. Okay, I'm really enjoying this
1: conversation, <laughs> but let's take a spot break and Definitely. we'll be back for more.
0: Great stuff. Hashtag SFM talking point.
1: We're back from the break to continue on with our conversation. Yes. And I think a good segue to start talking about now, uh, especially from our past. Uh, voice note or past mm. caller is and he mentioned that this idea of these students running away during past during break time mm. and i think that's a good segue into things like the dropout rates yes. into things like banking rates is the fact that even though stu- students are going to school their presence in school isn't there and you know you said it beautifully that education or the schooling system is meant to teach you how to apply yourself but unfortunately Learners aren't being engaged. Learners Mm. are dropping out. And perhaps the dropout rates aren't because of just the engagement. I mean, I saw some statistics of about 500,000 people Mm. dropped out in COVID-19. Because of that lack of engagement, there was no school to go to. Um, But I want to hear your thoughts on it. I want to hear your thoughts on how the school system can better retain Mm. learners how we or even learners ourselves what can we do um, to facilitate a schooling system that is dynamic to facilitate a school system that warrants this participation because the numbers are showing that dropout rates are higher than ever Mm. that Even the school, the children who are participating in Mm. school are not even participating on a full time basis. And there is no monitoring of this because there are such huge classes and such appalling teacher to student ratios. These students go unnoticed. These students go five, six days without going to school and no one's there to notice. Mm. Um, It's a really big problem. It's a really big problem at hand. And I want to hear your thoughts on it.
2: You know, I saw a joke on uh, social media yesterday. They said um, no one should wear school uniform today. We should wear our academic regalia from university because Hector Peterson wants to see progress. <laughs> We've been wearing school uniform <laughs> for the past, I don't know how many years, but mm-hmm. now we need to be in our academic regalia. And literally, that's what's on my mind right now. We need to progress. We need to progress with education. And the retention Mm. will come from the resources that Mm. we are speaking about. Mm. Um, We've mentioned the word resources a lot. I think both (laughs) of us actually from the very beginning. Um, And I did say that to apply your mind. Apply is a verb. It's active. Mm. But what do you use to apply Mm. your Mm. mind? Because there are other stats um, that say that um, children up until grade four in South Africa, most of them can't read. Read.
1: Yes, I've seen that. You remember that one? Yes, Yes, yes. most of them
2: can't read. So what do they need for them to read. We need libraries. Mm, we need sure. libraries at the schools. You spoke about the sports facilities mm. um, earlier on today, but when was the last time anyone ever stepped into a library and you found a book that is going to teach you about everything in the world from literature to this and that and that? So that's what is needed. Resources. Mm. Because we're also not the same. I mentioned earlier that I am a very dynamic individual. You know, some people are mathematicians. Others are actors and actresses. Mm. Um, others want to do this space. Some of them want to be in that space. You also mentioned that mm. you also want to do a lot with your life moving <laughs> forward. Yes. So what do you need? You need mm. the resources Indeed. in order to keep you at Indeed. the school. To say that not everyone is going to be a doctor mm. or not everyone's going to be a lawyer. The traditional um, sort of, um, exactly. So we need those resources in order to move forward and to say, hey, young person. I see your potential. Come and I will help you to reach your potential. I'm glad you brought up the literacy rates that were mm. that were
1: released with the grade fours. And I think it really does tie to why there is such a low learner retention is that by the time you reach grade eight mm. or high school, you have no idea what's going on. There are such gaps in your education that mm. it often seems easier to just leave. You know, it often seems easier to opt out of the education system. And now I want to hear from Rose in Centurion. She's a young, young person like us. Rose, what are your takes? I'm excited to hear from you.
7: Um, good morning, guys. How are you all doing? Oh,
1: we're doing great. great. How are you?
7: I'm great. Can I just say before I start, you guys are killing it, making <laughs> me very, very proud as the youth of today. Shout out to you guys, born free. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to you guys, and man, the future looks so great for us. If you all have these kind of mindsets, we are doing so well. I think that one of you guys actually mentioned how Nelson Mandela said education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world, Mm -hmm. right? I am one of the people that believe that education is important to make us a better generation going forward. But I think that one of the things that makes us success, guys, this is an issue that has not been talked about enough and it is mental health. You know, yeah. um, us getting successful, us getting to points where we want to be in our lives, obviously there's education but there isn't enough education in schools and universities that touches base on uh, mental health. You know, you don't get people asking you, you're doing a course but how are you doing? How are you mm. feeling? You left in you came to Johannesburg. You are now in a complete different setting where you go to UJ and the whole transition, you know, now you are struggling with that, but you don't have that support structure to hold you down. And I think that right now, we also need to put that out there, that we as young people go through a lot. I mean, we have social pressures, we have black tax, we have unemployment, we have so many things that actually could hinder you from becoming a success. I think that with education, we need to just be able to also find a way to, to reach the young people talk about mental health and just making it awareness, you know, in South Africa and stuff like that. But yeah, guys, um that's all I wanted to say. Great show. I am really enjoying it. And yes.
1: Sure. Thank you so much, Rose, for that. And the comments on mental health support is, it's one thing that I think me and Onki are also similarly passionate about. I really think <laughs> SAFM chose us and, and they said these two are, are one and the same. Yes. We're the same. I know Sugar. we have... uh big views on mental health and mental health, especially from people who come from these marginalized communities. But I think before we go into that, let's take some voice notes and hear what the listeners over WhatsApp are saying to us.
8: morning good morning s a f m listeners Wow on Kimidzi and Matilda doing a phenomenal job. I know the guys upstairs are going to make opportunities available for both of you so on my side, I look at the at the fact that there's a lot of unemployed graduates that are sitting at home and how much of that does create. Um, let me rather use the word uh, lack of encouragement for for others that are pursuing education as a key that opens opportunities. So maybe, uh, what do you guys think of that? Um, And then the other one I wanted to just bring to the table is is, is the decisions that are needed to be made by those in power to to allow for opportunities. Maybe like mass employment opportunities. What what trade-offs are we willing as young people to accept for that to be a possibility uh this is champ in midland thank you
0: hi this is eugene uh, from newcastle my my issue is um as an assistant educator right uh what i have realized um that kids of today they totally disregard education. Uh, I hear you speaking about uh, public schools not having extramural classes after after school, or you know sports. You know, kids are na- nowadays they actually are forced to study. You know, as an educator, you you stand there in front, you feel sorry for them. You know, when you look at the results. And then and then you compare the results to the behavior because you see them all wearing this latest fashion way knowing the uh, the, 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 the latest trends I mean they're up to date with everything um, uh, socially but when it comes to academia they are totally blank um, I just don't know where these kids lost the whole plot thank you
9: Ah, sis Katie, ah these ladies, they are good, they are very energetic. Look, man, me you now what I want to know is is this issue of thirty percent. You know I don't understand about this issue of thirty percent in our public schools. Because then after thirty percent what you do, you see, they it's like they just pushing you to leave school and then sit in the townships. You see, because it's not quality. And I do believe that only quality education is the only thing that is going to empower ourselves as black children. But now, really, I have a problem with the 30% issue. Because to me, it's, it's, it's not benefiting at all, I think.
10: Good morning, girls. Uh, I'm John, I'm a high school teacher. Just a quick contribution to your discussion. I think our biggest challenge is that our education system, irrespective of whether it's private or public, is irrelevant. 90% of what we teach our kids in school is not going to be of any use for them in real life. I think the biggest need is investment in practical education. We need to now start looking at having all schools looking at what are the needs of, not the present generation, because the present generation needs are already doctored. We need to start thinking, what do we need in the next five years, in the next 10 years, in the next 30 years? Because as it stands, most of our kids in schools, they play truant because they don't see the relevance. They don't see the benefit. They don't see what they're actually benefiting from this system. That's my contribution. Thank you.
2: It's hashtag SAFM Youth Day Takeover and you are listening to Ongetlape and Matilda. And we are still leading the conversation on education. We listened to a couple of voice notes before we went on an ad break. And the one that stood out for me was the teacher that said that, you know, Children these days don't understand the need for education. You know, they they are up to date with everything else around the world, but education. Like I can imagine, as a teacher standing in front of them, trying to give them all this knowledge, and they look very uninterested. And I've spoken to um, a couple of young people, as I always mention. I, I speak to young people about it, like, Martin, <laughs> like <laughs> where the joys of being young. Yeah, the <laughs> joys of being young. And they said that one of them was like, what's the use of education if I'm going to sit home and be unemployed? Why am I sitting in class and learning all these equations, Okay, yeah. How are they going to help me because I'm still going to go back home and, you know, still be without employment? And, the same thing goes for the teachers because some of the teachers will say that we are told to think about the black child mm. when we give them marks. You know, sure. mark, but don't be don't be too hard sure. of them. Don't be too hard on think about the black child. Yeah. But are you thinking about the consequences of your actions on the black child in the future? And that is just some of of the things that we really need to start considering as parents, as teachers and as kids, mm. um, as we have a responsibility upon ourselves as well. Matilda, what do you think?
1: Um, no, the voice notes were... I think it brought up really key issues. And mm-hmm. some few things that stood out to me was um, the young man who asked us about our thoughts on unemployment graduate and uh-huh. also government re- decisions. And I wanted to speak about the unemployed graduates. And I think we've been touching on this for mm-hmm. the entirety of the show, which is the truth of when we talk about education, it we have to talk about the fact that there are many people who are highly educated. I mean, people sitting with master's degrees Ooh. who... Are unemployed. Um, I have a teacher of mine because she knew that I wanted to study something within the political and economic s- space. Mm. She put me in touch with someone who was a ambassador to Japan for South mm. Africa, nice. and no, but I I spoke to this ambassador to Japan. She said after the two years, she's mm. been sitting home unemployed for five years because there's nothing else to do. And this is a woman with a PPE undergraduate and a master's on top of that, and now she's considering not even putting her masters on her CV because she's afraid that employers might see her as overqualified. That's where it is. It's at the point where women with... or Not even women. I don't want to make it a woman thing. South Africans, young mm. South Africans with qualifications, with job experiences, are mm. sitting at home with nothing. And I know that can be disheartening. I'm sure it can be. What is your motivation if you fear that one day I may too sit at home? But I think it's important though that we realise, first off, that you are at a worse disadvantage without the degree Mm. than with the degree. That's the first baseline, is that, yes, sure, you may fear that if I don't have my degree, um, what's going to happen? But the truth is, there are thousands more who have that degree. Where does that put you in the job market? That's the first place, that getting the degree puts you at an advantage that you need right now in, Mm. in a scarce job market. But not only that, that we need to not only look at degrees as passports to employment, but we need to look at them as the acquisition of skills to do something. You mm. know, if you fi- find something that you are passionate about, find something that you feel as though there's a gap in society. I mean, there was a voice note that spoke about the fact that there's um, 90% of what we're learning is useless. Um, well, not you, but what he's saying is it's useless in what we need, the current mm. job market of what we need and our future needs. Then that's what learners should do is find the gap. Yes. Find the gap that you are passionate enough to fill and let your education be in pursuit of filling that gap and i think that's what needs to motivate us as learners we need to not look at let me try full jobs i mean don't go for what is the most employable go for the gap in society that you can fill there is entrepreneurship there is startup studying there is so much potential that we need to fill do not see a university degree as a passport to education but please see it as and acquisition of skills. But on that, I think we need to go to Janusz in CTN who wants to also comment on education. Janusz, what are your thoughts?
4: Hi, good morning to you ladies. Uh,
1: Good morning. Hi,
4: and Katie as well. I think you're doing a great job. And uh, in the future, I think you're going to be a great presenter or TV presenter, radio presenter. I wish you all the best. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. But now, bit of, before that education, I would like to say something because my name is Janus, and very often, you know, I, I've got a conflict with uh, some listeners and people around me. Uh, I'm different, Janus. And first of all, I, I paid heavy price when I started educating black, uh, black youngsters in the gold mine. And actually, I lost the job because of this time of apartheid. You couldn't educate any, anybody who is a uh, different color of the of of the scheme, then i also i had i've got an ngo which uh for quite a long time and for the long time i train many doesn't matter we shouldn't say black colors whatever i train many people on the building side and i've got sometimes calls from many uh, uh, from many cities and and the small cities Telling me that thank you very much. What you did, I've i got a good life now because I'm professional now. I'm electrician. I'm builder. Uh, it, it, my heart is feeling, 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 feeling well and feeling fine. Uh, but the point, my point, is of the education. If you go to education, what, why we are educating? We are preparing ourselves for the future, for the for the jobs. And if the education is proper education definitely we can have an advantage of this but of course mm. we know what's happening at the moment in our country uh, where there it, is not much happening and uh, actually i'm, I'm i would say our president is that instead of going there to the trying to deal he should be here and solve the problem <laughs> our yes. problems because we we've got the problem we we have to admit it my point is also that
7: Yanus? we've got a city, yes Sorry, I'm going to have to come in there. You know, I, I only come in when necessary today, <laughs> and yes, it's absolutely necessary because it's just after 11 o'clock, and it's time for the latest news. Mm. But thanks oh, for no. that call, Yanus. Askies, Sorry, <laughs> they, they, we've got to go to you. We've got to go to news now, and of course, Onge and Matilda are going to be back um, in the next hour with more. Let's take you to the latest news update.